You're listening to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women leaders, founders, and CEOs come to break free from binge eating so they can have more peace, energy, and make a bigger impact while enjoying the foods they love. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're talking about cutting calories doesn't lead to weight loss. Now, most people think that cutting calories leads to weight loss, but that could actually be hurting your weight loss progress, especially if you are someone who deals with emotional and binge eating. But I get it. Everyone says you need to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. So it's easy to fall into that thinking that if you just drastically cut your calories, you'll lose weight faster. Let me ask you, How many times have you told yourself, I'll just cut my calories as much as possible and lose the weight, and you found yourself actually gaining more weight than when you started? You know, trying to lose weight in this way by cutting calories um, as much as possible to lose weight faster is like someone not paying their bills in order to save money. So you can see how that is a strategy that produces short-term gain, but long-term consequence or long-term loss. In other words, the long-term results are negative and have a counterproductive result. So how do you create a calorie deficit that you can actually sustain? Because you see, I'm not here to say that this, you know, this isn't true, like that you don't need to be in a calorie deficit. I'm not saying that, What I am saying is instead of arbitrarily cutting calories so far back that you can't stick to it, switch to wiring yourself for your desired healthy weight so that your weight loss is a natural extension of who you are. Because when you wire yourself to be someone who naturally has a healthy desired weight, then your everything else will align to that, your behaviors, and you'll see that your weight starts to, um, to release as a byproduct of that, of who you are on the inside. Now, there's eight ways to do this inside Eat With Balance. That's opening again very soon in January. But I'm going to give you three right now because everything else really stems from this. I've talked about this several times um, that you knock down that first uh, domino. So something that I love in my own life is finding efficiency. Um, my husband actually used to joke with me when I was a teacher um, that I am a Borg <laughs> because everything for me was about efficiency. When I would come home and complain about my day, I would talk about how inefficient so many things were, the meetings, the way the school run, all this, all these things. And it really... In my life, I find that when I find ways to do things efficiently, when I find the important things, when I find the few that impact the many, I go for those things. One of the big reasons being that it's kind of how my brain works. I'm a very big picture thinker and I get bogged down by detail. So when I feel like I have to do a million things to get a result, well, it's not that I necessarily don't want to do those million things or that I'm lazy or anything like that. It's just that my brain feels overwhelmed by them. So that's why I think one of my superpowers, I'm starting to discover this, you know, is to be able to find what is that major domino that you could knock down that will make all the other dominoes fall. So in this case, that major domino is your internal programming. And when you program yourself, just like when you program any device to do something, it automatically does that thing for you. You know, your phone you know, if you have a smartphone, that smartphone has already been programmed. 
it's not like you have to wake up every day and reprogram it to do the functions that it needs to do. And so this is the same thing with you. You are, you have um, a program that is running right now in the background and causing your life to unfold the way that it is. And that includes your weight, your eating patterns, how you feel about yourself, your body. And so this is what I'm talking about when I say, you know, if you knock down that first domino, then all the other dominoes are going to fall as a result of that. So I'm going to get into these three steps and you'll probably want to take notes and implement these because, you know, unless you actually implement them, they're not going to do anything for you. So step one is define your end result. What is your healthy desired weight? How does the person who has that healthy desired weight feel? How is that person behaving? What behaviors do they have? And what is their life like? Now, you can if you don't if you don't know what your healthy desired weight is, if you don't know what the answers are to these questions, you can literally make them up. That's the good news. Your brain does not know the difference between real and make-believe. <laughs> so yours, I should say your subconscious does not know. Um, either way is correct. But what we're really going for is really reprogramming that. If you've ever seen that image of an iceberg, right? And the tip of the iceberg is above the water. But then if you look below the surface, you've got a massive part of that iceberg that's actually like 20 times the size of that little tip that's sticking out of the water. Well, that's what we're going for. We're really going for what is beneath the surface because when we when we take control of what is beneath the surface of that iceberg or you know the surface of the water, that's when we are truly at cause or we we really regain our agency about any matter. And so that's what we're doing in step one. When you're defining your end result is you're looking at, okay, well, what is going to get me to um to create that, that tip of the iceberg, the part that everyone sees, but really what's under the surface is all of the programming that created that, that external result. Step two, what are the thoughts of that person? What is that person's beliefs and attitudes and thinking? What is their story about themselves that they're telling themselves all day, every day? And, you know, here's this is a big hint for you in this one, because what is the story that you're telling yourself now all day, every day? That's what's creating what you now have in terms of, you know, your weight and your relationship with food is what is playing. And I don't want you to blame yourself because again, this is all about programming. Whatever the thoughts are that you're saying to yourself right now, this is about awareness. It's not about taking these and now beating yourself up about it because this is not your fault. These programs have been playing on a loop and creating, and that includes, you know, feelings of guilt and shame. Even feelings of guilt and shame are habits and they are a product of your programming. So you don't have to beat yourself up about these things. You can actually just have awareness about them and be be excited that you're recognizing these and that you're able to drop the feelings of guilt and shame. And the sooner, by the way, that you drop the feelings of guilt and shame, which means when you start to notice them, just have the awareness and say to yourself, hey, you know what? I, this is a habit. 
You know, if you can um, have compassion for yourself and say, you know what, I'm a human and this is just a habit and it's just my programming, then that'll allow you to actually move through it, Um, not get over it because, you know, you don't want to deny, you want to allow your emotions to move. But to, yeah, to let them move and release, that's where, that's the golden place to be. Um, So feel it through. But the narrative that you have as you're feeling it through is crucial and critical to being able to reprogram yourself. Because being attached to that old shame and guilt, which it it feels so, and it's weird, right? It feels, it's like it hurts so good, can you relate to this? Because I, this was something that I discovered in my own life that when I discovered it, it led to a big, it set me free to a certain degree because I started to realize like, oh my God, like this is actually indulgent for me. When I go into shame, there's a part of me that's actually kind of enjoying it. And, you know, if you go, if you look at the brain, this is a chemical addiction that our brain actually gets into. We actually begin to crave even those feelings of guilt and shame. So you can see how this whole thing just kind of like snowballs on itself. And that's why, again, going back to that domino, when you can knock over that first domino, all these other ones will be able to fall as well. But this is giving you a place to really center your focus where you don't have to get into all the overwhelm of, oh, I got to change my eating. I got to change my my um, my meals. I got to change my kitchen. I got to change my exercise routine. I got, you know, and all these things. So, all right, where are we? So step one was define your end result. Step two was ask, what are the thoughts that that person has? Step three Start thinking those thoughts now. So this is where the rubber meets the road. This is the part right here where a lot of people frankly get tripped up and I get it, you know, and this part used to trip me up too. And it's normal. It's really, it's it's actually part of the process. Um, If you're familiar with the stages of change, you know, one of those stages is actually relapse. The key is to use that relapse to catch yourself. Like when you actually fall back to take that moment to be aware of it and say, oh, you know, I've I went back to the old way and redirect yourself to the new way. So when you follow these three steps and you do them consistently, repetitiously over the long haul consistently, then you cannot not change. And it's a very, very simple recipe, right? Is it easy? I'm not going to sit here and say it's easy. <laughs> um, and But that's okay because the things that are worth it in life are not necessarily the easiest. And the thing is that when these things, when we, when we truly commit to doing things that, that take the effort, because here's what, here's the mistake that I made for a long time. And maybe you've made this mistake too, was misplacing my effort and beating my head up against the wall. When if I would have knocked over that one domino that would make everything else fall down and put my effort into knocking over that domino, then the, the behaviors would have felt much more effortless that I wanted because they would have stemmed from that person who has the programming that allows me to do the things that I want to do. And, you know, so I've seen this in my own life. I've helped my students to put this into place. It's not necessarily easy to do, but it is simple. 
And it's just a matter of putting your effort in the right place, putting the cart before, wait, I think it's putting the cart before the horse is putting things in the wrong order. So I guess it would be putting the horse before the cart. Yes. So it's just a matter of putting the horse before the cart. And I'm just now realizing how beautiful that metaphor is because you may or may not know that horsepower, that term that they use for cars actually comes from, you know, back in the day when they when they actually used horses to supply their power to be able to carry large burdens of weight, you would use the power of the horse. So when you're putting the horse before the cart, that means you are stepping into your true power to make lasting changes in your life, changes that are going to yield benefits that compound over time. Because now that you've done this, it has a ripple effect into the rest of your behaviors. And then, and as a result of that, the rest of your life, because you're going to be able to build on that foundation. So if you can imagine, you know, um, that base, that huge base of the, the iceberg that's below the water, what a powerful foundation that you've put in place. And now you can build a lot of things on top of that foundation. You can move on from focusing on your weight. And now you can focus on, hey, how do I, you know, build more muscle? How do I can increase my agility? How do I become, how do I increase my mobility? How do I focus on long life? How do I, you know, focus more on my relationships now? How can I be more present in my life? How can I build on, you know, a more fulfilling, satisfying career? or whatever it is, now you can, you know, you can scratch this one off and you can move forward and it can just be on maintenance now. So imagine when your weight loss is behind you and now you're just focusing on on maintenance of your identity and continue to let your healthy desired weight be just a byproduct of that. Or now maybe you build a new identity. Maybe this new identity is being in the best fit fit shape of your life. The sky's really the limit once you once you build the skill set of reprogramming yourself because this is really what this is all about if you haven't gathered that yet. So, you know, which one would you prefer? Would you prefer to keep focusing on, you know, how how little calories can I eat so that I can lose weight as much as possible, even though I'm miserable and even though it's not sustainable and even though it causes me to gain more weight over the long term? Or would you rather be someone who eats in a sustainable deficit with ease. DM me on IG on Instagram to share your answer. I would love to hear which one you're choosing. You can DM me at Rashonda Yates to share your insights or your perspective on this. And so that's going to be it for today. Thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on another episode of the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rashonda Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode on, an, on another episode. Bye.